listening to the Fantasy Alarm TFS NBA podcast with host John Pimba and James Grinday. What's going on, everybody? John Pimba here with James Grinday. This is the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast. Recording here on Thursday evening, we have another nice big Friday slate for everybody here. We're looking at nine games to go over. James, it's going to be a good one. John, happy Friday. First off, happy Friday. I know what that means, right? Listener League Friday. It is um, Listener League Friday. That's true. Listener League Friday. So anyone hearing this podcast, John will send out the link for the Listener League. Um, let's get some more contestants in there. It's been a... I know you guys all play DraftKings out there. It's a $5, $5 tournament that we run every Friday. Ray Coon, I'm talking to you. Okay, I haven't seen you in there. Justin Fenceman, what the hell are you doing, man? I'm calling you out. They're both not going to hear this. But, yeah, let's let's get some more people in the Listener League this Friday. $5 tournament over on DraftKings. But, John, doing good. Nine games. Oh, look who's back in the playbook. Ho-ho. You. Back yeah, back-to-back days. Back to back, I'm back to back, and I got back to back value vaults, so it should be. A you have the value vault for the next month. Months. Next month, just just put me on the value vault permanently. You have the value vault for Friday, Saturday. <laughs> yeah, so it should be a good one. We actually have more totals than I expected. Highlighted by Charlotte, Sacramento, two twenty six. Sacramento, one and a half point, and Portland. Indiana late night hammers, two late night hammers, both over 220, John, both under four point spreads. Like what a what a dream. Even though Vegas isn't hasn't been right all year, but what what a dream. What a dream. Even though they're I not have zero right. confidence in Las Vegas. None, 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 zero. It's so sad. I, I think they're having trouble adjust as well. Yeah, they are for sure. So as much as some of us are at times, like I was all over the Golden State game on Wednesday. Didn't pan out. Was horrible. Unless you played Jordan Poole and Miles Bridges, the two MVP leading candidates, you probably didn't have a good night. And that two twenty six and a half total. But moving on to Friday, it should be a fun slate with a lot of big time plays. Yeah, a lot of big time plays. Let's just jump into it here. Uh, again, looking at DraftKings, Yahoo, and FanDuel. Top point guard on the slate here. Price-wise, 11400 for Steph Curry. Home against the Pelicans. You got James Harden, 10-3, on the road against the Pistons, who will be playing on the second night of a back-to-back. We got Dame Lillard, home against the Pacers. We got John Morant on the road against the Wizards, which should be good. Murray on the road against Orlando. Those are your five point guards that are above $9,000. So I think Curry right now at current form and current price is tournament only. It's a good matchup if you want to go there, but tournament only for me. Harden probably the same, right, John? How does this game stay competitive? Plus, he's just this is this has to be the weirdest season of his career. I, I, I you'd be hard pressed to find a weirder season than what James Harden is having right now um, in terms of like free throw attempts and not being able to shoot the basketball and just not knowing what to do. Um, other than make threes, really, and and assist the basketball, but uh, tournaments only for me. Lillard looked better, kind of, last game, but he took 27 shots and only made 10 of them. The assist numbers are still there. 99, like his price continuously going up. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, Not in love with that. So I'd probably settle in here with Ja, who, human against Denver, but um, 18-6-6, and six, nothing to scoff at, and, and good matchup against Washington. And then DeJounte went eight ape shit in this last game four of his last five games he's gone for 48 or more fantasy points he's almost tripling double triple doubling like nightly right now i mean 
almost has three triple doubles in his last five. He only has one, but three of them very close. Uh, so I think the two cheapest 9K guys in Morant and Murray are my two favorite of this tier. Yeah, we love we love uh, matchups against Orlando guards too. They're uh, they're not very uh, big or very good defensively with Suggs. And that game should stay close, right? Like relatively good. competitive in Orlando and and I mean the I Magic think... did the Magic are not good. They just got rocked by the Celtics, but uh, right. certainly right. possible. You know they, they they play their starters till the end. Cole Anthony hit a three down 22 with 41 seconds left. So he was out there trucking. Anything is possible, as Kevin Garnett once said. Next tier down, you got Malcolm Brogdon at 8-6. Played 36 minutes in his return. So, I mean, the guy's just out there to play minutes. Uh, gets that matchup against Dame Lillard. De'Aaron Fox going up against Charlotte. You know, LaMelo Ball. I know I skipped over LaMelo. Uh, it's just, he's just so hit or miss at 9K. We back-to-back 50 fantasy point games. And then he struggles on what could have been a smash spot there against the Warriors. So, yeah, I, I guess Melo's fine, but I don't know. I'm looking at these guys here in, in this tier, and I kind of just shrug, right? I think it's like either you're spending up or we're looking maybe in, in the mid, you know, value-ish tier range. Yeah, I agree. I think, I mean, let's face it. I think you and I both agree at this price tag moving forward, it's a tournament play only. And I think it's a good spot. And I definitely think he should, if you're building multiple lineups, should probably make a couple of them. But if you're making this one single lineup, I don't think he makes the cut. I think um, on the flip side of this matchup, I know De'Aaron Fox hasn't been great. I think this is a De'Aaron Fox game for sure. I know the price tag is still elevated, but um, we finally got a good shooting night out of Fox. The minutes are still there. Uh, I think this could be a De'Aaron Fox game. Charlotte's been dreadful defensively. They have the fourth highest defensive rating in the league. So I think Fox is really intriguing. Again, Cole Anthony, I think, is just a little too expensive for me. He didn't get any cheaper. I think he could have problems with DeJounte Murray's length. So my next point guard, John, is probably Devontae Graham. But even Devontae Graham without Brandon Ingram hasn't been great. It's it's more of a cashy feeling to I me. I am never playing Devontae Graham in cash. Even if Brandon Ingram is out. Yeah, he's just, he, he can go two for 20 shooting. Like I know, I know... He has been bad in the past, but like he can go two for shooting. Well, he's shooting 37% right. from the floor and 35 from three. I mean, 35 from three is decent, but I mean. The peripherals you know. have been better, though. Like, yeah. you have to admit they've been good. Like, like you just said, he had three straight games shooting under 30% yeah. and went 28, 39, 32. I'm not like, obviously, I'm not. You're much more of a Devontae Graham fan than I am. You like the player, and he needs volume. And while if Brandon Ingram's out, he'll get the volume. That's that's why I was saying cash like okay. Like if you want to just if you want to like limit it to like single entries, which are generally safer builds and tournaments, that's fine. But I think if Ingram is out again, I would I would consider it as a last piece. I mean, you don't need to because you could just play Darius Garland in cash. Yeah, all right. Garland, I think, feels at least a little bit safer for cash games, a little bit cheaper. So I like that play. Are we chasing Reggie Jackson points here? No D'Angelo <laughs> Russell again. Patrick Beverly, I guess, is on, I don't know. Wasn't Reggie Jackson the other day? He went 11 for 18 shooting. I guess. I guess. Like, do we need to chase it? No. But it's like, he's, if you look at the shot attempts, they haven't been going in. But 
they've been crazy. I mean, 18, 17, 12, 15, 20, 17, 19. That's his shot attempts this year in seven games. So he has clearly taken on a a, a role that they need without Kawhi Leonard and, and frankly, Mark, Marcus Morris, who I think will eventually probably be their second option on most nights. Morris already rolled out. So yeah, I mean, if you want to go back to Jackson, I want to pull up his, I mean, not that it matters. His usage rate's probably nuts whether... Morris is on the floor or not, but I wanted to see if it was higher with Morris off the floor. 6,100, you don't feel like that's like a little bit of a stretch? I feel like it's a little bit of a stretch, but okay. he has a 25% usage rate uh, with Morris off the floor. It's it's actually the biggest bump on the Clippers, so maybe you're onto something. Maybe, maybe it's not so much point chasing. Maybe it's yeah. just a, a good play. Could be. Could be. I mentioned Patrick Beverly's $4,000 on the slate. He yeah. started. He played 31 minutes. He was a, a little bit more aggressive with his scoring than we've seen in the past. But, you know, 10 points, 10 rebounds, 8 assists. He had 36 fantasy points at 3,700. And basically, not basically, he has, every game this season, gone over 20 fantasy points. So at 4x, over 20 fantasy points means you're getting over 5x return on your value. So... And you know, Pat Bev is probably going to be another popular play, even in a repeat matchup here against the Clippers. Yeah, I think there's just two clear-cut guys, and it's Patrick Beverly and it's Cade Cunningham, who they've already said there's no worry on a back-to-back. He's not sitting, he's not limited, and he's still $4,600. So I think we're going to see a lot of Cade Cunningham, and we're going to see a lot of Patrick Beverly. And I think two places, that's where you could start in cash. That's where you can start in tournaments. That's where you're going to see a lot of people start uh, a lot of their builds. And then I'll throw a third value out there, John. Davion Mitchell, who has now played 26 minutes in four straight games, and he's gone 26 and 28 fantasy points his last two games. He's 3,800. So if you want more exposure to that late night hammer, Charlotte, Sacramento, I do think Davion Mitchell could be in play. All right. Uh, shooting guard, uh, Bradley Beal's 95. We talked about this one the other day when he was 96. We said, eh, you went, 40. went for Cash 48. Games. Cash games, right? Like, it's... Yeah, yeah, probably probably just cash gameplay. FVV at 8,800. Finally scored the basketball, huh? Like, you know, that's we've been kind of waiting for it. Yeah, man, I think he's putting it all together. I, I don't love this spot. Where's Cleveland and Pace? Cleveland and Pace this year is dreadful. Per usual, 25th. So I don't love it. The Raptors are 29th, so it's going to be a really slow-paced game. You can do it, 88. It's just probably, for me, again, like Beal, probably more cash game viable than it is tournaments but but 8800 he goes for 50 you, there's still some upside there uh we do we run it back with the rebound master anthony edwards <laughs> can you just can you give context to that because i think he's fine and i i think last time we talked about it on the pod right we circled back to the point where we were like ah, i think it's probably only cash games at this price then we figured out d'angelo russell was out right. d'angelo russell's out and he gave us upside but now he's he's, he's for 28 actual Right. And for a guy who's averaging seven rebounds, see, this is where it's a little tricky, though. He gave us six assists. He did. And he gave us three rebounds, mm-hmm. where usually it's vice versa. It's literally the opposite. Literally the opposite, yeah. So um, just context for that, prize picks, I had Anthony Edwards rebound prop. I had Anthony Edwards in four of the lineups that I made for prize picks. Uh, I went three of four, and all four of those four pick powers, and uh, the one I missed, Anthony Edwards. So uh, basically, three rebounds shy of a thousand dollars ends up with nothing because I'm not a power play man. I'm a I'm not a flex play man. I'm a power play man. So 
We were, uh, we were very sad. We were, I was very sad for John. Patrick we were very Beverly sad got together. 10 rebounds in that game. That's my question, right? One, can Anthony Edwards match the assist total if he's not getting the rebounds that we saw Patrick Beverly get? Because what do you say? And I think you bring up a great point when you talk about this. I think it's something that goes way under the radar too often because we're looking at numbers specifically. But who are like the not the best rebounders, but the best small guy rebounders? are effort guys. Yeah. And when you put Patrick Beverly on the floor, other than him doing something dirty and cheap, the one thing is that he gives effort. So is that going to hurt Anthony Edwards upside if he's not getting assists and rebounds because Patrick Beverly's on the floor? I don't know. I think it could. I think it, there's a very real possibility. And I think that's why I'm worried. Don't go back to that prop. I'm worried for your bankroll. I think, for me, Anthony Edwards would be a cash game play again. And, again, if you want to play him in tournaments, that's fine. But 8,500 is, is no joke. Like, we need 40, what, four? Yeah. Something like that. So, for me, cash games, I'm sure you view it a little differently, but that's how I stand. All right. Next matchup that we have here as the, excuse me, at shooting guard, we got CJM, another 44 fantasy points for him against Cleveland. Again, we talk a lot about this 8K tier. He's probably cash games yep. for you as well. And then you have Karis LeVert, who played 31 minutes the other night, which I was super encouraged about. Played with Brogdon, played with that whole group. 39 fantasy points. He's actually cheaper. He's been all season right now. If he's going to play 30 minutes, Karis LeVert at 68, even with everybody healthy, feels like a, a bargain. Yeah, and the shot attempts are there. 18-19, that's freaking elite. And this is one of the best totals on the board against uh, a pretty poor defense for Portland. Uh, where does Portland rank in pace? They are 12th. So we got a nice pace game as well. Indiana is 18th. So pretty solid, but late game hammer. Uh, I'm with you. Of the th- of like their quote big three, I guess, three and a half, because Miles Turner decides when he wants to play and when he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Right? So it's Miles probably like a with seven of ten to three. <laughs> yeah, in, in twelve in like twenty one minutes because again, he's half he's half there, half not. So in their big three and a half, like Lavert's probably the guy I'm most intrigued by because we're not gonna pay I haven't looked at Sabonis price and I'm not going to spoil that it's like nine something like nine eight or whatever and we already said i think broadman's too expensive at eight nine so or was it eight nine eight six i think that's still too expensive so i think lavert's probably my favorite of the big three and a half in indiana yeah i'll give you uh i'll give you that one as well value guys i mean jordan Poole was the best player on the floor i think (laughs) not name miles bridges of course Uh, 11 of 21 shooting seven of 16 from three he had 31 actual he's gonna continue to play a lot of minutes he's fifty eight hundred dollars He's actually cheaper than he was. This was the second lowest price tag all, third lowest price tag all season. Coming off, coming off a big game. So Jordan Poole's in play. Buddy Heald. I mean, I, it would be let us down in the second half of back to back. He did. You talk about this all the time. Two of ten shooting, jump shooters on the second nights of back to back. Never great, but back home, Charlotte here. I, I think Buddy Heald at 57. We're running, running right back. Yeah, I think here it is, John. Here's the problem. It is. Are they deciding, like, hey, let's play these three guards that we invested in over Buddy Heald? Is is that what they're going to keep doing? Because Davion Mitchell played 26 minutes on the second leg of a back-to-back, and Buddy Heald played 22. So 
That's my one concern with Buddy Heald. But I love the price. I love the upside. And like you said, night off, coming off a bad shooting night. So he has that going for him. I'm just a little concerned with the way that they're deploying. Because, I mean, Halliburton's not big enough to play small forward, but, like, he's a pretty big dude for, like, a point guard, right? He's, like, six mm-hmm. seven point guard coming out of college. So they could theoretically stretch him to to small forward in situations. And I think that's kind of what they're doing when they're running these three guards. So my only concern for Buddy, and I think worth a little rant there, is that, okay, he's a good GPP play, but if he's not hitting a shot, they could just elect to go, they can just elect to go with Davion Mitchell because Davion Mitchell's a nasty defender. So just a, just a, a thought to throw out there. Yeah, that's fine. Anybody else here, I guess, as we go down there? I mean, Gary Trent, do we just keep Gary Barnes Trent? back? I mean, yeah, so I mean, so here's my thing, right? Barnes, Barnes is back, Barnes yeah. Is back, right? So, like, he's going to still play 30-plus minutes, but Scotty Barnes is balling out. Trent had balled out with him off. So, I don't mean, I don't know. He's still 5,500. It's not like a – it's not a terrible number for him. I'm going to pull up – I want to pull up the usage rate uh, with Scotty Barnes on the floor because I think that's going to determine – because you're right, but he's not – He's not 48 and 51 like he was on the last right. two slates. So Gary Trent with Scotty Barnes on the floor has a 19% usage rate and averages 18 fantasy points or 0.8 fantasy points per minute. With Barnes off the floor, that spikes to 23% usage, so a 4% bump, 2, 2.5% bump from his season average, and 0.9 fantasy points. So I would say like a pretty significant upgrade i think guys i would probably play over him maybe in a tournament i think jalen suggs in a pretty good matchup like this is the first matchup i could see in a while seeing suggs play like 30 minutes and having one of those like 30 fantasy point games i think gary harris was gary harris already ruled out he's questionable so i'm playing suggs if if harris is officially ruled out probably off of him if harris played terrence mann was good again 26 fantasy points, 31 minutes, 4,500, same exact matchup. Luke Kennard didn't really shoot for the first time this year, but I think he's in play, 4,400. I'm going to go back to the Malik Beasley well, 27 minutes, 5 of 12. He just didn't do anything else. We can go Beasley. So I think there's value. We don't need to extend ourselves to Trent 55. You can, like, if you're building 10 lineups, how many... How many lineups do Gary Trent? How many oh, lineups does two, Gary Trent? Two, make? probably. Two of ten. Okay. Well, do you have any other? Like, you could just play Cade at shooting guard. But like, who like would you play of this next tier? Like, is there someone I missed? Is someone well, who I just thought of, John? What's the Did you see it was the breakout of Gary Payton? And all this rage of Gary Payton the second, and I know he only played 17 minutes, whatever. But apparently, like, the Warriors, like, know what they ha- – they were saying how they, like, understand what he is and how good he can be and all you're, this you're, stuff. You're, you're wasting breath on Gary Payton the third, huh? Or the second, whatever you Okay, just asking. Just asking. I mean, we've, we've talked about some bad players before, so that's fine. It's small forward, then. Durant and George, same question as always. Uh, same answer as always. Paul George, 53 fans. I mean, and he didn't do anything in the fourth. He didn't do anything in the fourth. It was all Reggie Jackson and Nicholas Batum. Right. So, yeah, I'm going to go George. He's cheaper and he's been better. 
I, I know, and I don't know how long Detroit on a second leg of a back-to-back keep stays competitive. That's fair. Just yeah, ask. Just, just ask the just ask the question, John. He's eighty-two hundred. He's going. He's the MVP of the league. Miles like, Bridges <laughs> up another hundred dollars. He was eighty-one the other day. He was seventy-nine the game before that. Fifty-six fantasy points. Fifty-six <laughs> and nine, two assists, two blocks, two steals. Twelve of twenty-two shooting. It's Sacramento. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> probably you probably play him. Like I don't know what to say because like. How, how can I, like... He's good. Yeah, I can't... There's nothing I can say about it no. anymore. No, he's going to be 9K, and you're going to be like, I guess, I don't know, maybe, I guess, so we have OG, Harrison Barnes, that next crew there. Harry B, definitely. Yeah, another 40 your boy, fans. Your boy, your boy Lane took eight shots, and he went for 40. Uh, he got to the line, he did a little of everything. Listen, this is just not your... This is not, like, your your mother's brother's sister's Harrison Barnes. This isn't the Harrison Barnes we're used to. This is a different version. This is probably why De'Aaron Fox isn't having the season he is, or we're used to seeing. So yeah, Harry B and OG probably finally a little too expensive for me. Like, yeah. I, think he's, I think it's like you play you him. You just in, play Scotty Barnes instead. He's back. Yeah, years. you you probably just instead you play Harry B or you play Scotty Barnes. It's I don't think we need to go 8K. Let's look what he is on. I got FanDuel open. I just want to check what OG is on. He's 77. Harrison Barnes is 77. Mm-hmm. Scotty Barnes is 67, like you just said. So probably the slate that I draw the line with OG, I'm probably going to go for a 60. That's probably uh, probably the case. Let's go ahead and take a look then at the next tier below. Who's jumping out to you in, in these matches? A lot of these guys we already talked about, so I guess like that's where the trouble is with these multi-position eligibility guys. You can play LeVert at 6,800 here. You could you could play Buddy Heald like we talked about. Gary Trent's in that price. Josh Hart maybe against Golden State. Desmond Bain um, against Washington maybe at 5K. Someone we look at. Batum, big price bump for him, but he's coming off a huge game. And then... You liked them the other day, Norman Powell, and he goes for 40. Yeah, and I, I mean, he's he's too cheap. I don't think we need to play anybody in this mid-tier. I think we go right to the value tier. Josh Hart, I think the Pelicans just looked flat. It was a back-to-back. They look get a day off, go right back to the well with Hart. I think he'll be fine. Uh, he's much better rebounder. I mean, we, we were trying to hammer the five-and-a-half rebound prop the other night. Came nowhere close, but out of our control. They just look bad, and—, and I can't really fault Josh Hart for that. The whole team looks bad. So definitely going back to well with Powell. Definitely can go back to the well with aggressive Batum because we haven't seen this version of Batum in a couple of years. And that probably does it for me. I'm not going to fall for the one Kyle Anderson game. We mentioned Vassell. I think Vassell's in play. They just, I don't know why Cleveland hates Seti Osman. Chetty <laughs> Osman. Like, Eight guys are out, and he can't even draw a start. They start your boy, Dean Wade. You love Dean Wade. He was, like, your favorite player last year. They start him, he plays 23 minutes. So, can't play steady. So, I think I don't think you need to go lower than the Clippers guys and and, and Powell if you have anyone else. Then be my guest. Nope. Power forward, Giannis is the top price guy on the slate. He's 11-8. He's home against the Knicks. Drew Holiday is going to be back for this one, by the way. Drew Holiday, 6,500. Giannis put up 59 in 27 minutes there against the the uh, Pistons the other day. Are you, I mean, who's your top spend-up, I guess, James? Like, if, are you? where's your – is it George at 10-4 over Giannis at 11-8, I guess, right? Like, you need 70 from Giannis here basically to pay off his price tag. You mean Durant. 
Is that Durant? Who's George? Paul oh, George? you're saying like of the slate. Um, looking at center, Towns is there. It's probably Paul George. Giannis has been crazy though. Like 26 minutes, he went for 60. Um, like I don't think I'm taking him off my board, but he needs 60 for That's anything what I'm else. Like, 60 so, just for 5x. Yeah. I mean, I probably lean George. I probably lean George Durant. But I like. Am I gonna fault anyone if they're like, "Hey, I, I really, I, I'm not moving off Giannis. Like, what do I do next? Like, I'm not gonna fault you if you, if that's what you decide." Right. You mentioned the price for Sabonis. He's actually not as expensive as you thought. He's nine three. Randall's actually more expensive now at nine six. That's been a little bit since we've seen Sabonis this cheap. He's over ten k the last two slates. Look at his shot attempts. I know. And tell me he does not know what's going on right now. Well, he's got too many other guys taking shots. He's got Three, 10 he two from Miles Turner. Yeah, he's got two and a half other guys. Like, I don't know what he's, I don't know what he's thinking. Um, I, I can't, man. I can't do it. Okay. Draymond Green, do we run it back there? I mean, the peripherals were there. Mm-hmm. 10 and 8. But then we don't get the steals and we don't get the points that he's been giving us. So, like, like he had been putting it all together. I think there's... I'm down. Like, it's still 73. It's still too cheap. There's still 50-point upside when we get the triple down. And this is one of those spots that we can. And I think I would, if Brandon Ingram played, I would definitely consider him at 8,100. Well, we finally got the Jaron Jackson game. He's 5,600. He's going against the Wizards. He had 42 fantasy points the other night. He actually played 30 minutes. If this is the run he's going to get, if he can stay out of foul trouble, right, right. then Jackson at 56 is a bargain. Is that not just, like... The key, like that is the only deterrent. Like he just has to stay out of foul trouble. Like he just, he's had such an issue with that specific thing. So yeah, if he stays out of foul trouble, he has elite upside. And I think he can here, um, but he also like, he'll also foul like, I don't know who, like Chumo Keki six times in a game. So I don't know. It's, you want to talk about Devontae Graham being a tournament play only? This Jaron Jackson is right next to Jalen Brown's name in the dictionary for tournament play only. Right. The next guys down. Anybody jumping out to you? I mean, Thad. Oh man. No. We... What do you make of that situation? Like, what do you make of that situation? Like, well, Pertle's out, so. No, I know. I'm just saying, like, what do you make of him? I guess versus Eubank. Like, is it a discussion him versus Eubank? Like, Eubank's not free anymore. He's 4,200. Yeah. Um, so it obviously makes it harder, but like, do we, do you think that this continues? Like, it's going to be like a, what's his, what's, even, that's fan, what's that's FanDuel price? I feel like it's going to be expensive. He has 46. So it's actually pretty good considering the, the points, the that's steals, probably where I would be $14 on Yahoo as well. Yeah. 12 points in box and steals. Leo. And we know that's not a fluke, right? Like he is a defensive, a defensive guy. So, mm-hmm. you know, who knows? Maybe he plays more minutes even, you never know. So I mean, I like him across the board. I like him at 53, too. But 46 and 14 is is very, very inexpensive to to throw him in your lineup there. The Orlando guys are all interesting as well. Wendell Carter played 35 minutes and had 39 fantasy points. I think you can certainly consider him. Bobby Portis, over 20 minutes the other day. 25 fantasy points now, back-to-back games. It's the Knicks. He's $4,700 on DraftKings. I think we can run it back there with Lopez out again. You mentioned Batum already. Probably it, I guess. Vanderbilt. Well, you can throw Vanderbilt back in the conversation. Another 27 minutes out of him, 24 fantasy points. Yeah, that's probably as far 3, as. 3,600, yeah. 
Yeah, that's probably as far as I'd go to. Do we do we have to mention Thanasis? Because Brooke Lopez already ruled out. Yeah, I mean, you should. I mean, you know, only 23 minutes in the last game. He's still 23 fantasy points, and he's still 3,400. Yeah. So, yeah. like... It's a, good, it's a good play. Worthy of the playing, consideration. Uh, I hate playing Thanasis. Stinks to play Thanasis, doesn't it? It's not great. You, you'd want to feel better about it, I think. Yeah. All right. Go to center position, then. We talked about it. Towns, we just had this matchup. He was awful for a while, and then still gets a double-double. A matchup I'm willing to try it again with. He still had 45 fantasy points. He's 100 bucks cheaper than he was the other day, though. Yeah, he just missed the shots. Yep. And then got Twitter hacked. Then he got his Twitter hacked. Yeah, Twitter hacked. Free, free cat. That was the. Did you see that? That was yeah, where you I got a free I cat. Did. That's all I gotta say, John. Free cat. Joe Val let us down hard against Sacramento, but it was. I'm, the second I'm giving them. Game. I'm giving them the. I'm giving them a pass. I'm second night of a back to back. I agree. Back to Golden State, a matchup we've loved to attack big men with. So Valanciunas for sure, a guy that I think we can throw in play there. Let's see, Jared Allen. Do you trust Allen here again? <laughs> yeah. Back to back, 55 and 56 fantasy points for him. And no marketing. So no marketing, which means him and Mobley are going to just be on the floor the whole the entire game. Yeah, but I mean, Mobley played 40 minutes in back to back games. So that's true. I think you could probably play both. I think you could pro- I don't know. I was just looking at the matchup, and like I feel like he can be in foul trouble in two minutes against. Why is, is Nurkic going to travel to the three point line? <laughs> no, but on the other end, uh, Nurkic will be right near the rim and just. Miles Turner is always searching for a block or a steal or something. So uh, if it gets a little handsy, could be two fouls within two minutes. Yeah, it could be Miles Turner night. Like, it's not a bad matchup. I think it could be a Rashawn Holmes night. He got thrown out of that game uh, against the Pelicans well on his way to a double-double. And there, the Pelicans front court is going to be one of those that we attack all year long. So I think Rashawn Holmes in tournaments could be interesting. All right, Rashawn Holmes in tournaments is definitely something to, I guess, have our eye on there. Any other centers to you sticking up? Do you trust LMA? I mean, you don't have to go there, obviously, but I'm just throwing him out there because he's got 20 fantasy points for a third straight game, four and five for him. It's just tough. Like, 17 minutes, it's going to be, like, if this game doesn't stay close, he's not playing more than 17 minutes. I don't want anything to do with that front court, honestly. I'd probably look at Steven Adams, who's back over 30 minutes. Okay. Uh, in two straight games, he's 4,700. Um, not getting like the production, but I would go Adams look his way. I'm I'm interested, John, in what the Toronto Raptors do because I I messaged you the other day and I said, Yo, did you see what the Raptors just did? They started Kem Birch in the second half. Mm-hmm. So Birch still only played 21 minutes, but not 18 or more fantasy points in four straight games. $3,700. Uh, I played 26 in that game. And, a, and, a, and it's weird. And a, so maybe we look at Precious. Like, I think maybe they just like Precious coming off the bench. And if that's the case, if he's going to look better against second units, but also Jared Allen defense is something that we love to attack. So I think it's interesting. I think it's interesting with what Toronto is doing and what they're going to do in that front court. Sure. All right, so that wraps up then the uh, preview of this Friday slate. Be on the lookout for the playbook, value vault, the starting five, and the showdown slate, as well as the listener league contest, which I'll post uh, the link in our Discord, as well as I'll probably post it in the playbook. I'll try to see if we can get some more people willing to enter that. If you have any questions, where to hit us. But for now, we will catch you guys next week.